Today is going to be a little bit different. God has given me the instruction to release two prophetic words to you all. One word was given to me uh, from the Lord in December of 2022. And another one was beginning of November of 2023. And I want to release this word to you all so that you all can be prepared of what God is saying and what is to come. I truly believe in the words of the Holy Spirit and what he speaks to me since I have truly understand and I have accepted that I am one of his prophets. And I say one, one of his prophets, because there are many across the world. But I take very serious what this role means. When God sends me words or gives me word through revelation, through dreams, or even through prayer of what is to come, I am very strategic in asking the Lord, what do I need to do with it? Because this is not my word. This is the word of God. And I always ask him to give me understanding through scriptural truths so that people can go further within studies to understand what God has spoken. So I pray that you really take heed what is said on today. And I pray that you really even take down notes and ask God, God, how do I apply this word for my life so that I can be a light and help others of what is to come? Let's talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for returning. Or if you're new here, this is Conquer Me Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jefferson. Here we talk about the joys of developing a personal relationship with Christ. Look, Jesus is the way. That is what we believe as Christians. God is the way to, Jesus is the way to God and our and our way to eternal life. And also he's our way and our instruction here on earth. He gives us so much instruction of what is to come. God is so wonderful how he warns us. Have you ever looked at the Bible and realized how many times he warned his children? Throughout Old Testament, there was plenty of warnings through prophets. In the New Testament, there was plenty of uh, of warnings through the apostles, through the disciples, and through Christ himself. There is constant, constant warning that God does. But when God gives warning, he always does it in a way that leads to wisdom and protection for his children and allows us to be prepared for what is to come. When we are so in tune with the Lord, he can tell us, hey, this is what's about to happen. Now, God may not tell us everything that is going to happen um, individually. Some things we would just go through in life and we just have to learn how to walk through it by faith, right? Because we know what Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So sometimes we will go through things that we did not see coming. So I don't want people to think, oh, my faith is out of whack because I didn't see. I didn't see what God was going to do. I didn't see all these things. Oh, my gosh, I didn't see it. Sometimes it is not necessarily meaning that you're out of 
tune with the Holy Spirit. But sometimes God is maybe strengthening your faith. It just depends on what season of life that you are in. And so today we're going to talk about two specific prophetic words that God has given me through uh, prayer. And sometimes it's just through like revelation and vision. And I always want to make sure that we have the word of God to back up whenever God gives me things. You guys, whoever's been listening to me for a while now, you know, I'm going to go through the, go to the word. The word of God is our hope, our peace. It's so much in there, but I kind of look at it as like an equalizer. Okay. If something is slightly off, you're like, eh, I don't know about that. Go to the word. Okay, go to the word. This is why I encourage all of us to be students of the Lord. Please be students of the Lord. And I want to say this. There's a lot of things I want to say before I go into the prophecy. And I'm saying this because the Lord um, has also given me a desire for wisdom and also teaching. And in that I am always, one of the things why I say go into the word is because I always want to give people the caveats. I always want people to understand fully. So with that being said, before we go into the prophetic word, I want us to understand this. What 1 Corinthians 13 uh, and 9 says this. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But what is to come, this is verse 10, but when that which is perfect is to come, that which is in part shall be done away. So what God has privied me to lick, to give you all into things that God has released me on any time where God has released a prophet, a prophetic word. And I want us to hear this, hear me clearly. Anytime someone says, I have a prophetic word for you, it is now your job, your job as the one receiving it to go and seek God regarding that word. Yes, God will send people to confirm things. God will send people to move in the word of knowledge. But when we move in a place of prophecy, prophecy is what is to come. So that means that sometimes God will give someone a prophetic word about stuff that may not happen to years from now. And this is one of the words that I'm giving today. But I want you, your responsibility as someone receiving a prophetic word. I don't care if it's your pastor, your uh, uh, lunch lady, your mama, your dad, your auntie. I don't care who it is or someone you follow on social media. Take that prophetic word and then try it by the spirit of God and try it by his word, period. Because we know what the scripture, what I just read in 1 Corinthians 13 and nine, for we prophesy, we know in part and we prophesy in part. That means God will only give so much to each and every one of his prophets who have the office of a prophet. But then also because we're in this season, God has given believers. He has given believers the ability to prophesy, but it does not mean that they necessarily have the office mean that is their call. So we're going to go over a few scriptures before we go into the prophetic word. And I want to read this scripture and it's in Acts 2. Um, we'll start off in verse 14. And But Peter standing with the 11 raised his voice and addressed them. And I want to give a little back story. This is when 
Um, this is the day of Pentecost. So this is when the Holy Spirit came in and they were speaking in other tongues. And so what's happening is you have people from all different nations, all different faiths everywhere who are listening to the disciples speak in their native tongue. And they're like, wait a minute, what is happening? And some people were amazed by hearing them speak in their native tongue. And they're like, how can they do it? Because they heard about the mighty works of God. So they're looking at 12 individuals speaking in all these various languages in this one moment. And then some people started laughing and joking and saying, oh, please, they're drunk. Okay. So here's Peter. Peter now is addressing the crowd. Um, In verse 14, it says this, but Peter standing with the 11, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judah and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be explained to you. Listen closely and pay attention to what I have said to you. These people are not drunk, as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day, 9 a.m. But this is the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And this is, and Peter is repeating what Joel uh, is saying. And you can find the same passage of scriptures in Joel. I want to say it's in Joel 2. Verse 17 says this. And it shall be in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind and your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your young men will shall see divine prompted visions and your old man shall dream divinely prompted dreams. Even on my bond servants, both men and women, I I will in those days pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. And I will bring out wonders in the sky above and signs attesting miracles on the earth below, blood and fire and smoking vapor. The sun shall be turned into darkness and and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. Verse 21 says, and it shall be that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, invoking and adoring and worshiping the Lord Jesus shall be saved and rescued spiritually. So in this scripture, the lesson is known that in his last days, that the Lord shall pour out his spirit upon all mankind and sons and daughters shall prophesy. Here's the thing. There are a lot of false prophets out there. This is why I urge you to what? Try the spirit by the spirit. This is why we have to make sure that we are also doing our due diligence as those who receive Because the Bible says this in Matthew 7 and 20, therefore by their fruit, and I'm reading the Amplified uh, version, therefore by their fruit, you will recognize them as false prophets. False prophets cannot align with the fruit of the spirit. That's just the truth of it. And you know what the fruit of the spirit is. Love, patience, long suffering. Uh, My mind is going blank. There's a lot (laughs) But you all know what the fruit of the spirit is. But if not, please look it up and I'll make sure I pull it up um, while while this is before this is over with. But we want to make sure that when we are listening to people, we have to say, Lord, wait a minute. Is this your word and is this truth? And here's the thing. This is what the fruit of the spirit says this. And it's in Galatians uh, 5, 22 and 23. And this is the NIV version. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing, there is no law. So those who are prophets of the Lord should operate in this spirit. The fruit of the spirit is, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. And I'm reading the NIV version for that. So I'm, I'm giving us all of these things because even with me, those who know me in person, I will tell them, even though I know they trust me and I know they trust the Holy Spirit in my life. They know, I know they trust uh, who I am and my character and all that type of stuff. But I tell them, you go back and you pray. You go back. I need you to go and pray about this. I need you to go and seek God about this. Because once again, we only prophesy in part and we know in part. There's only so much that the Lord will give me. And the pro- the point of the prophet is to speak what God has said. First uh, Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, and this is the amplified version. Verse 8 says, to one is given through the Holy Spirit the power to speak the message of wisdom. To another, the power to express the words of knowledge and understanding according to the same spirit. To another, wonder working faith and is given to the same given. I'm sorry, is given by the same Holy Spirit and to another extraordinary, extraordinary gifts of healing by the one spirit and to another working of miracles and another prophecy foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people. I want us to think about that. A prophecy is foretelling the future. And this is according to the word of God. And once again, I'm reading the amplified version. This is according to 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10. Foretelling the future, speaking a new message from God to the people. Some of the things that we are hearing from people who are prophets are things that they heard from other folks and they're just recycling it. It does not mean that the that the word does not have um, truth, nor is it valid. But the question is, is it a true prophetic word or is it just an encouraging word? Right? Because we just read how the Lord will give people the power of encouraging. And also there's a word of knowledge and wisdom. So these are the things that we have to begin to understand as his children, his students, so that we can discern the difference. And scripture continues to say the same passage of scripture says this, and to another discernment of spirits, the ability to distinguish sound godly doctrine from the deceptive doctrine of man-made religions and cults, and to another various kinds of unknown tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. So, and I believe in this passage of scripture, if it keeps reading and it says that um, in verse 11, this is what I want to read as well. All these things, the gifts and the achievements and the abilities and empowerment are brought by one of the same Holy Spirit, Spirit, distributing to each one individually just as he chooses. So what does this mean? Some people can have, most of us truly will have multiple of these things. Some of it, God has just called for all of his children to have discernment. We all need to have a certain level of discernment. Now, the discernment will change versus depend on what God is calling you to do and what you are walking into. But verse 12 continues by saying, for just as the body has one and yet has many parts and all the parts, though many form only one body, so is this with Christ. The reason for the office 
um, reason for the ability for a prophet or someone who works in miracles and healing and someone who has a crazy gift of faith. All of these things is all for the edifying of the body and God is the head. We are all members, many members of one body. And it's so important that we have to understand this. And this is what it says. And then I'm going to go into the word what God has given. Last scripture. Ephesians 4 and 11 says this. And his gifts to the church are varied. And he helped. And now this is once again amplified. The reason why I give you guys what version I'm reading from, because child, if you can read, look, amplified is going to be completely different from King James. And then King James is going to be different from NIV and even Amplified will be different from NIV. So Amplified says this, Ephesians 4 and 11, and his gifts to the church were varied and he himself appointed some as apostles, special messengers and representatives, some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people, some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation, and some as pastors and teachers to shepherd and guide and instruct. Okay, so this is what God has given the body, the church for the betterment of the church. So the word that God wants me to give specifically to his children, those of us who really, really have walked with him. And really just anyone, even if you're just new to this, because I want to take that back. Any of us who are new to this, if you're new to Jesus and salvation, I want you to make sure that you still take care, take hold of this. So the uh, first one we are going to read is, uh, let's see, going to my notes here. December 13th. And I'm going to read to you how I wrote it. December 13th, 2022. As I was getting into my car after leaving the gym, the Holy Spirit spoke Land, uh, spoke and said, crash. I thought he was speaking car crash. So I started to pray against car accidents over myself, my family members. But then as I was praying, the Lord stopped me. He said to me, an economic crash over the next six years, accumulate as much wealth as possible. What will come after will be catastrophic. The Holy Spirit led me to call my husband, Chris, immediately and tell him what I heard. The Lord placed in his spirit was Joseph and the dream preparing for a famine. And that can be found in Genesis 37, 1 through 44. I want us to hear this. This word the Lord gave to me December 13th, 2022. The Lord let me know that there's going to be economic crash that will happen. So our instruction is. Over the next six years, accumulate as much wealth as possible because what is to come after will be catastrophic. And where you can study this to obtain instruction or even a plan, look at Genesis 37, 1 through 44. I pray that you take this word to heart and that you begin to prepare for what is to come. And that you ask the Lord, how do I accumulate wealth? 
over the next six years? How do I accumulate as much wealth? Where do I need to go to understand this? What financial classes? Do I need to get a new, um, go into a new field? How do I budget? Whatever the case is. And then ask the Holy Spirit to show you the purpose of your wealth. How would it glorify God and how would it edify the body of Christ? How will you help others who don't even believe in Jesus? Because our wealth is a ministering tool. So I need you to be very clear on how God is speaking to you regarding this prophetic word. And once again, I'm going to say it one last time and then we're going to move to the last prophecy. The, the This is what the prophecy was given December 13th, 2022. As I was getting into my car after leaving the gym, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, crash. I thought he was speaking a car crash. So I started to pray against car accidents over all my, over all my family members and myself and the, but the Lord stopped me. He said an economic crash over the next six years. It's going to be an economic crash, comma, excuse me. Over the next six years, accumulate as much wealth as possible. What will come after that will be catastrophic. I want you to hear that word, catastrophic. The Holy Spirit led me to call my husband and I to tell him what I heard. The Lord placed in my spirit, placed in his spirit was Joseph and the dream preparing for the famine, which is found in Genesis 37, 1 through 44. Please read that and study that and ask the Lord those specific questions. On how do you accumulate wealth? What does wealth look like? What is the purpose of your wealth? And who are you called to help with your wealth? The last prophetic word, it was just two words that the Lord wanted me to give you. This one's a little bit longer. The Lord gave this to me on November 5th. I woke up this morning like I was back in the pandemic. I thought, oh, I'll watch Bishop Jakes this morning. It felt like I couldn't go to church. This was on a Sunday. It felt like I couldn't go to church. I was, it was our norm to be at home again. Then I felt a gentle, quick, cool breeze on my left ear. And I began to tell Chris about it. And he said, is the Lord preparing you about what is to come? The pandemic feeling was so strong that I could not get it off of me. I got up to use the restroom and I kept praying about the pandemic. And I, I heard, don't get caught up in the vaccine wars. And I said, okay, don't get caught up in the vaccine wars. Now, once again, I'm gonna give a little back commentary. We're not in the pandemic anymore. So, but it just, in this moment, I woke up that Sunday morning and I felt like we were back in the pandemic. And as I was using the restroom, starting my day, I was praying about it because it was so strong. And the Lord was giving me foresight, giving me about what is to come. And also knowledge and wisdom. Do not get caught up in the vaccine wars. And this is what the Lord is saying. This pandemic will cause cities to shut down. It will appear as mumps and lesions on their skin. And I said, Lord, like leprosy? And his response was, yes. And then the Lord brought back to my memory, one of my brothers, Arnie, mentioned some time back about a leprosy rise in certain areas. I researched in, in Florida had an increase in cases over the years, but CDC called it an endemic at this time at this year, which is 2023. As I continued to spend time with God, he reminded me of a prophetic word that one of my spiritual brothers, Willie, uh, sent to us on March 20, uh, March of 23. 
about our Arctic storms. And within this article, I read about drilling an ice cap, um, melting away, which will cause diseases that have been frozen to come airborne. After researching this topic, there are dozens of articles on this. I reread the prophetic word from Willie. While reading this article, scientists couldn't blame rising temperatures for the Arctic storm. Their ice models couldn't predict the loss. Willie shared this was an act of God, not for us to rebuke what is to come. We remember I read, I want to put a little pen. Remember I read that we have to have the spirit of discernment. There will be storms and there were diseases that will come that we think that is demonic, but God is saying, no, it is an act of God. Okay. I'm going to go back to reading this prophecy. The Holy Spirit shared the first pandemic, many ignored the hand of God. Many preachers and teachers manipulated laws and scriptures for their own personal gain. They turn it into political war and not a spiritual war. Find peace and know that I am with you. This is what the Lord is saying. Find peace and know that I am with you. Don't lose sleep or gain from vaccine wars. It's all a distraction. Lesions and boils have to appear to address the vanity of human nature. You cannot hide from this vaccine and you will repent. And the Lord gave me 2 Timothy 3, 2, 2 through 5. Too many, and the Lord said this, too many major voices in Christianity have lost their way. And are leading so many away from my love, my love, meaning God's love. The time is coming near where God will reveal who is for me and against me. And once again, when I'm saying me, I'm saying this is what the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. So I'm going to read that again. The time is coming near when I, God, will reveal who is for me and against me. Once again, God. Pray for increased discernment. Because the level of deceit will fool the very ones I have called who God has called. And that is Matthew and the scripture the Lord gave me to support that was Matthew 24 and 24. This is a time to eat clean. Be mindful of what you ingest. This is not the time for you to get yours, quote unquote, but to obey and rest. Narrowly escaping the hands of the enemy. God will get the glory. And what I wrote down was, I will get the glory. And that really means God will get the glory. The kingdom of God is at hand, Matthew 4 and 17. This is the Lord still speaking. Pray over everything, especially your food. Pray over your food, especially your fish, excuse me, because fish will become contaminated. Remember, do not fear the fear for the Lord your God is with you. Preparation is key. Leaning on his word and walking in love. Do not judge those who fall, but pray for them to repent and turn back to God. Pray for those who were under their leadership that their faith will be increased during that season. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 and 7. This is what God has spoken. And the Lord has given me instructions over the next few episodes, which will end season three. And I can't believe we're at the end of season three. We're going to go further into these prophecies and go into scriptural understanding. And once again, I urge that you all go back and listen to this. 
and understand when God is speaking. God is so wonderful and loving and kind to where he gives his children warning. So this is not the moment for us to become fearful or nervous. This is not the moment for us to become scared. No, not at all. This is a moment to say, thank you, Jesus, for sending your word through your prophets so that I may be prepared. And then once you take hold of that, Please go and run with it. Do what God is calling you to do. Do not wait. Do not hesitate on what God has spoken because we don't get nervous about this. Matthew 26 and I mean, 24 and 6 says this. You will continually hear of wars and rumors of war. See that you are not frightened for those things must take place. But that is not yet the end of age. So here's the thing. We don't know when Christ is returning, but we know that his return is coming. But God is always preparing us. But when we hear things from what is even going on right now, there's wars all over this world. We cannot get afraid. When the Lord gives us a prophetic word that sounds quote unquote doom and gloom, we cannot get afraid because God is saying, don't worry, be at peace. Number one, he is with us. He is with us. He hasn't, he's like, I'm not, the end is not here yet. There's still a lot of time. There's still a lot of things that he has to do. There's still a lot of things that has to take place. But this has given us warning. This has given us the encouragement for us to rise up as his children. Because verse seven says this, for nation will rise against nation, kingdom against nation, I mean kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquake in various places. But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs, the entire anguish of, of time, unprecedented trouble. This is all the earth in the spirit. It just everything is just getting loud. So we as his children have to begin to show up. So over the next episodes, we will talk about these prophetic words and we're going to teach and God has told me to instruct you all through scripture about it. And once again, we prophesy in part and we know in part. So that means you have to go and do your part and re- really, really, really pray and read the word so that you can gain more understanding. I love you all so, so very much. And I will have this written out and I'll put it on my website um, so that those who are better, I know I'm one of those, I do better with reading, okay? So sometimes it just depends on how everyone learns, but I want people to get this word, okay? So I'm gonna put it on the website. That's conquerme.co. Once again, conquerme.co. Oh, and I appreciate all the love and support. I'm seeing more people starting to follow us on all the various social media channels and just continue to pray for myself and my husband. It's just the two of us and we are working diligently on this and other projects. Lord, I thank you for this prophetic word that you have given us, Lord Jesus, your children, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for continuing to allow us to to really, really listen to your voice. Let us be students and let us pray that our discernment is increased so that we can decipher what is you and what is not of you. Let us be also students to where we know according to your word, what is not your word and what is your word, Lord Jesus. And let us know your spirit of love so that when people are speaking things, we can say that's not the love of Christ, but we can go ahead and continue to pray for that person and cast things out in your love so that their soul may be saved, so that they may be healed, but then also so that no one will be turned away from false prophets that are out there. You've given us warning throughout your word that they will come, but God, you have told us what to do when they are here. 
So God, I thank you for strengthening us, those who have a heart for you. And Lord Jesus, I ask that we do not run from the prophetic word. Do not sit here and roll your eyes against it because so many have misused it. But yet we will be your children that will say, let me test this by the spirit. And Lord, if there's anyone who's listened today who has been hurt by someone who's given them a false prophet, a a false prophecy, excuse me, and it has caused them so much pain, I ask that you really, really kill them right now. Allow your love to be extended to them. Allow them to release that pain and knowing that that person misused the gift that you have given them. But it does not mean it against, it's nothing against the person who has received it because they were walking in faith. They were believing and they were hungry for you. So those who have been hurt by false prophets and false teachers, God, I ask that you restore them. I ask that you allow your love to wrap them, wrap yourself around them so where they are yearning so much for you, for you, for you, because they know that the love of Jesus has prepared me even for a time as this. The time when I was hurt by the false prophets, God did not allow you to stay there. He didn't leave you alone, nor did he forsake you, but he allowed you to learn and gain from that. So I pray that you open your arms to Christ and allow him to give you wisdom and knowledge so that you can understand who is truly for him and who is against him. And Lord, if there's anyone who is listening who does not know you as their savior, I ask that they repeat after me. If they want to receive you as their savior, repeat after me, Lord, I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died and rose from my sin. I ask that you be my savior. I ask that you lead and guide me through your word and through your love so that I can walk worthy with you. Lord, we love you. And if you have said that and you are now saved, God is so amazing how he loves each and every one of us. We are beyond grateful how he continues to speak to us in so many various ways. And if anyone's like, how do I hear the voice of the Lord? The best way to hear the voice of the Lord is spending time with him. So that's through prayer, meditation, and also learning his voice through his word. I love you all. And I will speak to you next time.